Hello everybody, we are at episode 12 and we are on a roll. In today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you some British slang, some expressions. I am going to place a bet that you might not have heard of all of these expressions before. This might be the first time. And as I was doing some research and trying to prepare for this podcast, I realized that the UK has so many words, so much vocabulary. I would make a bet that we have much more than the United States. But for any listeners who are based in the United States or who are from the United States, tell me if I'm wrong. Or even better, prove me wrong. Now, let's go through with it. I'm excited to share with you these ones because they are really cool. They are used even if you haven't heard them before. That doesn't mean they are not used because they are. Um, I will let you know that some of them, or the majority of them, are more informal than formal. For instance, to pull a blinder. Yes, you heard this correctly. To pull a blinder, B-L-I-N-D-E-R, involves achieving something difficult faultlessly and skillfully. We normally use this phrase when the individual has been lucky and someone is in disbelief that the person managed to pull it off. There is another phrasal verb for you. To pull something off means to do something successfully. Did you see that equalising goal in the last minute of the game? He pulled a blinder there, which means he achieved something incredible, skillfully, and I am shocked, I am in disbelief that he was able to do so. And maybe I think that there is a sense of luck that he managed to achieve it. Excellent. Now, moving on to the next one, we have bog standard. I know you might be feeling more and more confused or baffled. Baffled is the same as confused. As every second passes, because bog standard? What, the, what does that mean? If something is bog standard, it means it is completely ordinary, with no frills, no embellishments or add-ons. No frills means nothing extra, nothing extravagant, nothing exciting. We have an expression, a no-frills airline. When you think of a no-frills airline, you probably think of Ryanair. You get the bare minimum. You don't get anything extra. So the origins of this expression, bog standard, are, are unclear. But a bog is another word for a toilet in British slang. Adding to the connotations that something bog standard is unglamorous and not special. How was that hotel that you stayed at? Oh, nothing exciting to report, unfortunately. Just your bog-standard hotel, really. Nothing special, nothing exciting, nothing extravagant. One thing that is extravagant is British food. Am I right? <laughs> Moving on to the next one, we have boots. B-O-O-T. And we are not talking about the things that you put on your feet. Oh, no, no, no. The boot is the compartment at the back of the car, known as the trunk in American English. And I know all of you that are listening are huge fans of the British pronunciation, the British accent and the British vocabulary. So we are going to remove trunk from our vocabulary and we're just going to say boot. And I could say, shove it in the boot, shove the shopping in the boot. 
Now, shove is kind of like a, an aggressive push to push someone in an aggressive way. But if you shove something somewhere, it just means throw it in there. Shove the shopping in the boot. We move from boot to botch job. A botch job. He botched the job or he did a botch job. This means a repair job that's been completed in a hurry, in a rush, and will probably fall apart reasonably soon. If this is the case, it is considered a botch job. John really did a botch job on those shelves. They are really wonky. And if they're wonky, it means that they are not straight. I am really throwing a lot of vocabulary at you guys, aren't I? I am challenging your mind, your body, your soul with these words today, but you can do it. You might need to listen to it again, but that will be absolutely fine. After botch job, and after boot, and after bog standard, and after all the others, after blinder, to pull a blinder, we have brolly. Make sure you bring your brolly every time you go out in London. Why? Because the weather is so changeable. Brolly is an abbreviation of the word umbrella. Grab your brolly. It's drizzling outside. It, to be honest, it normally drizzles, or most, most commonly in London. To drizzle is to just rain a little bit, but not too much. Excellent. Bear with me, everybody. You are doing an excellent job, whether you are making notes or just listening on your commute or wherever you are. We have a couple more left. Budge up. This is a phrasal verb, and I know that all of you love your phrasal verbs. To budge up. Of course, phrasal verbs are informal. And this is an informal way of asking someone to make room, to make space where they're sitting for you to sit down as well. So you can ask them to budge up. And it's similar to scoot over or move over. Hey, there's loads of room on that bench. Budge up and make some room for us too. From budge up, we go to cheeky. An act which could be deemed as impolite or shameless, but for some reason comes across as funny or endearing to others. That would be described as cheeky. A cheeky chap, a cheeky guy, a cheeky person. Joe's children are absolute rascals. They tied my shoelaces together last week. Those cheeky monkeys. <laughs> I like some of the vocabulary that pops up in this one. And please feel free, everybody. If you have any questions, if you have any doubts, comment. Get in touch with me on YouTube at English Life with Benjamin or Instagram at English Life with Benjamin. And let me know your thoughts about these, these words and this vocabulary. Ask me any questions if you need to. I'm here and happy to answer and happy to hear from you. So... Are you a cheeky person? Is, is someone, if you see someone who is cheeky, is that endearing to you? Well, what about a good old chin wag? Yes, you heard that correctly. Chin wag. This is one word. C-H-I-N-W-A-G. A good old chin wag is a good chat, a catch up or gossip with someone. The action of chatting away with the jaw bobbing up and down, resembles a chin wagging like a dog's tail. We are using very descriptive vocabulary today, aren't we? Those two are having a proper chin wag. I haven't been able to get a word in edgeways for half an hour. 
Another one, if you can't get a word in edgeways, it means that you do not get the opportunity to speak because the other person or other people are speaking too much and not giving you the opportunity to do so. Now, I have two more for you, two more words, and then you have mastered this beautiful British vocabulary. Chock-a-block. Repeat after me, chock-a-block. This is one word. C-H-O-C-K-A-B-L-O-C-K. Something full to the brim, or rammed, or jam-packed, could be described as chock-a-block. This is sometimes shortened to chocka. We should have taken the other route, guys. This road is chocker. The motorway is chock-a-block. It means that we have a huge traffic jam. It's so busy, we can't even get past. Now, the last word I can say, if the road was chock-a-block, I would not be chuffed. I would not be chuffed. Because to, ch to be chuffed means to be overjoyed, to be full of pride for something. I heard you got the promotion. Congratulations, you must be chuffed. Or I'm chuffed for you. Woo! We made it. <laughs> we got to the end. Let's review them. Let's repeat them all for our pronunciation. Blinder. Bog standard. Boot. Botch job. Brolly. Budge up. Cheeky. Chinwag. Shock a block and chuffed. Oh, everybody, ladies and gentlemen, you have done a beautiful job today. Let me know what you think about these words. I'll be waiting to hear from you, and I hope you have learned some new, good, useful things, and I'm sure that you are loving the United Kingdom over the United States. Pick your sides wisely. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to me for the last 10 minutes or so. I hope you enjoyed it, and I wish you a lovely rest of the day wherever you are. Thank you so much, and bye for now.